Well, Happy New Year, Stoppies. Happy New Year, my little <laughs> Stoppy babies. Oh, my little babies. We have been celebrating a lot of, of special days with y'all recently. Lots of lots of times that are normally times of celebration and joy, and we've juxtaposed it with um, the worst music that you can find. So I mm-hmm. guess that's our idea of a party. So I hope I hope you're having fun partying with us today, because this is our this is our 2017 retrospective episode. Our bottom ten Our worst bo- <laughs> albums, worst songs from the worst albums of 2017. Yeah, uh, talk about talk about the process for determining these terrible, terrible songs. How did we? How did you find the bottom of the barrel um, when there's just so much shit to wade through to, before you get down there? I don't know. I you know I went to rate your music and I, I I sorted by the bottom of 2017 and you know I just I also. There were some albums that I listened to of my own volition, like just not knowing what I was getting into that I remembered being very bad, and I put those on the list. Um, there were, you know, I looked at, like, what got the worst ratings on Pitchfork. I looked at what got... Oh, so I, you did actual research. You you actually cared enough and tried enough to, to try and give this some sort of a scientific backing, right? Heather, this podcast is my life. <laughs> this is all I have. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All I do anymore is listen to bad music. <laughs> yeah. There were, I'm sure, like, you know, there was a lot of good music that came out this year, but I, I, all the good albums I listened to, like, once, yeah. months ago, because I've just been listening to garbage. Well, we're doing the Lord's stoppies. work. I mean, yeah, so I was saying it's been a really rough year, and we've really, we've really depended on our cultural icons to, you know, to come out and, and, and speak out, you know, on behalf of, of women's rights, on behalf of immigrant rights, right? We've been making all sorts of art um, about, you know, living in this fucking uh, Trumpocalypse nightmare hellscape. And, uh, you know, people have actually, there's been a lot of amazing art that's come out in 2017, but we wouldn't know it because all we do is fucking listen to trash now. So thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks so much. <laughs> Could you please stop uh, paying attention to us and uh, feeding this addiction? Because <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's not a pro- good. We are, you are it's enabling a problem. us. <laughs> it's a problem. It's a problem. You're enabling them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's true. In a year that you know took so much from us, um, we decided let's let's make it even worse. So yeah. <laughs> we wanted to end our our year, our terrible year of 2017, on a similarly terrible note, and really bring you um, the gleaming shit nuggets, um, the ultimate trash of 20, 2017. So actually, there was there was a few that just just didn't make the list. Like, who were some of the con- you know considerations that you still dredged trudged through um to to make the final the final lineup so the new haim album originally was on the list because i remember listening to that and really hating it um when it came out but when how i how listen- can you hate haim i feel like they're like there's there yeah, wilson really phillips like, for I, you know our generation i liked that but first also wilson haim phillips album. is still wilson phillips for our generation <laughs> uh, i liked the first haim album i I'm thought a filthy. This- <laughs> continue Thank you for cutting me off with that. I'm sure it's very important for you to to get that terrible (laughs) Wilson Phillips pun out. (laughs) I made up what their fans would call themselves. A filpy? Shut up. Jesus Christ. Okay, keep keep going. But yeah, I I didn't like it. Uh, I liked the first time album a lot. Um, The second album, I felt like when I listened to it, it had too many... uh, elements of like current pop music some of the annoying shit we're going to talk about li- and later in the show today um but then when i listened to like i listened to it when it came out which was early in the year and when i listened to it again um for the purposes of this list i listened to so much other bad pop music that like heim sounded really good compared to it <laughs> and i could it wasn't it's yeah, still I, it's still not my favorite but so it's congratulations not heim congratulations you're, heim you're okay you're better than bad it's good <laughs> uh, and also another album that i hadn't listened to but like was I saw on some other lists of like worst of the year, and it was pretty low on rate your music. And I listened to it, and I actually liked it a lot. Was uh, the new AFI album? Yeah, I love I loved hearing that. That was great. <laughs> that was some nice some vindication for my fourteen year old self who was who was mercilessly teased for wearing only eyeliner. Yeah. <laughs> and a AFI sweatshirt past my knees. So you know, still got it. Still got it, Davy. It was easy to assume that it would be a terrible album. Yeah. Right? You, you would. It's think... called the Blood Album. Yeah. But we were listening to it. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's pretty it's a go- serviceable it's, goth rock. It's goth dad goth, rock. Yeah. Goth dad rock. 
Which and is good. You know what? I want to be a goth dad we'll someday. We'll both be goth, but goth dads someday. Oh, another. well, this is our baby. <laughs> We're goth dads, and our baby is making stuff. <laughs> this is what happens. Um, so yeah. So all right. So we you you pick the worst of the worst. You listen to the full albums too to make sure that you really picked not just the single, but you know you dove you did a little deep dive here and uh, you know. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and bullshit you like I listened to every second of every song on these albums. Well, then, fuck you. You're fired. You're off the, the podcast. Al- if the songs were too good, I, <laughs> I skipped them after a minute and a half. Yeah. But most of them were really bad. So they I were really to bad. Them. And we're going to tell you now that, you know, there's there's certainly, as you might have imagined if you ever listened to the radio, that, you know, there's quite a trend in modern day pop music where a lot of shit just sounds cut and pasted this fucking same. And I yep. got to say that these first, so we're, we're going to count down from the least worst, right? So the number 10 worst album of the year all the way up to number one. Mm-hmm. Um, but these first like five could be the same song. Pretty much. The first, yeah, the first four, for sure. At least four. At least four. You're going to hear a lot of the same elements, and we'll get into it. Yeah, so let's get into it. So are we we, we ready? The least worst song song of the ten worst Of the worst songs. Is, uh, here we have, uh, Live in the Moment by Portugal the Man. Could be a Katy Perry song. I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> it just sounds, it's a car commercial. It's, it's just. It's built to be a car commercial. It's especially bothersome to me because I liked Portugal the yeah. Man. I thought they're They've early, been around for a while. They, doing, they have. Doing good music. And they they wrote some good songs. I really like Censored Colors and the Satanic Satanist and Waiter <laughs> you Vultures. I thought those were all good albums. And they've. They had a few duds in a row, you know, where they were kind of they were kind of spinning the wheels, and I guess they just they were like, well, it's time well, to just get together with the committee of up. the twenty guys <laughs> who write all the songs on the radio, and do that, just do those uh, songs because it just they've so all generic. originality and elements of, uh, uh, that made Portugal the Man, Portugal the Man are gone and replaced with. Like, it's essentially, like, this is, a, you know, Maroon 5. It's just yeah, Maroon exactly. 5. Yeah, exactly. This is Maroon 5. The next four songs are Maroon 5. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 Maroon 4, 5, 6, and 7. Yeah. <laughs> and 8. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's really fucking bad. Um, I, it's not, like... I, I, it's also, like, is this what living in the moment sounds like? Like, that. <laughs> this is, like, let's live in the moment. It just sounds like fucking Urban Outfitters music, you know what I it mean? It is like, Urban Outfitters music. And, and, it's definitely tailor-made for Urban Outfitters. And is, that, is that what are. you think about when you think about like you know living for the moment and like embracing you know uh, yeah. the uncertainty of life? Is, yeah, when I you think know, about do I want to buy this fucking distressed denim <laughs> vest or this? When I think about live in the patched, moment, I think about denim vest. I think about a, a canvas frame that says "Live in the Moment" yeah. in a cool font <laughs> that you can buy at Urban Outfitters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's so prepackaged. It's so formulaic. Um, yeah, it, say, it sounds like some like generic young adult movie soundtrack music. Like I'm waiting, you know. I don't know. I, I'll Sarah say maybe Ronin is going to be in a fucking movie about a girl dying of cancer, and this will be the <laughs> theme song for it when she like realizes that there's so much to live for, even when you're dying. Whoa, fair Abraham with that. Uh, I know. <laughs> uh, oh my God, we were playing. Hold on, we were play, playing the pizza box game last night. The pizza box drinking pizza game. Box which game. those of you guys who don't know, it's a great drinking game. And one of the spots on the pizza box was that you had to listen to Fair Abraham's <laughs> My Teenage Dream Ended. <laughs> and it was so funny because we had it finished. Like we were at the very last song, <laughs> and then somebody got it again. Right, they, <laughs> you got to explain how this game works. Okay, so the pizza box game it's just everybody writes their name on a pizza box and circles it and then you flip a quarter you go around the circle and if you land on a name then that person has to drink and if you land on a blank space then you write a rule and circle it and then if you you know if somebody else lands on it um, then they have to follow that rule so it just ends up getting filled up with rules and then one of the rules was 
listen to Fairy Abraham my teenage remind and we were at the very end of the fucking album and somebody then landed on it again <laughs> and we had to listen to the whole thing over again oh god what <sighs> yeah so anyway sorry sorry for that tangent but I just wanted to no, let, that's great to know. let you that know that brings me joy after, <laughs> I know. You know this is a pretty joyless exercise here. yeah so I mean this is just it's just very generic you know yeah. 2017 needed was not more disinterested white boy whining that's just not what we needed it's not what we're in the market for these days so not just i guess it's fine (laughs) i I think there were probably worse songs than this but um i'm just mad at portugal the man yeah they 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 did this to themselves it's disappointing it's true okay um that's pretty that's pretty much all we have to say on this one, right? Yeah, I'm, it's, it's I'm not done. thrilling. I'm all right, with that. we're done with that. Um, okay, so this next one, another you know, uh, formerly beloved band of our youth that should have stopped making music a long time ago. Uh, this is Weezer with Happy Hour off the album Pacific Daydream. All right, so that was uh, Maroon Six with <laughs> yeah, uh, Maroon 5 song. with dad dad references off their new album. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we give up. <laughs> Yo, it's so sad though because I gotta say Weezer's been striking out for uh, so long. So like they really long. the last album they made for a long time that anyone could make the argument was good was Maladroit and that wasn't even that good the real no. the last really good album they made was Pinkerton in the 90s in 1996 that was a long fucking time ago so they, we I were barely zygotes after years of striking out and just making garbage I think the white they album they went to the committee they went to the committee <laughs> but before they went to the committee they did the white album which came out uh, two years ago or tw- no I think it was 2016 and it was good it was it was there was like four songs on it that were like really good. There was one song, LA Girls, that honestly is the first Weezer song that's come out since the 90s that harkens back to the Weezer that I remember. LA Girls, please act your age. So I was excited. I'm like, they finally figured it out. They're doing it right. Just- and then they literally come out with this album that in interviews they talk about, like, we. We didn't do this for the fans. And it's like, well, what the fuck did you do this for? Yeah, 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 exactly. Did, what the fuck? They didn't do it for the fans. They did it for the money. <sighs> they thought, I don't, I don't, I don't, or what? Or some weird fucking fantasy of Rivers Cuomo of crafting the perfect pop whatever that he's had in his brain. Making because a fucking he's so neurotic Stevie Ray Vaughan and a Monty Python reference all in one goddamn fucking exaggerated breath. Yeah, because did you know that he writes all of his lyrics from a spreadsheet of of lines of reference and that, pop cultural that references? Rhyme? He's like oh my God. Ha- arranged by no, the number of syllables not. in them. Yes, he is fucked up in the head. Oh my God. And he needs to be stopped. Someone needs to chuck that Excel sheet into the recycle bin. Jesus Because Christ. that's not how you... Make music. Make music. And do you even want to make music at that point? Dude got to a Harvard degree. Like, go do something else, He's, man. Rivers is a... a, a he needs help, okay? Uh, yeah, I he guess that's true. He's, he's still, he's got the hair plugs with the black just for men, uh, still rocking the glasses, like, dude. Yeah, buddy. Get, you don't look like Buddy on. Holly anymore. Move it's more on. like, daddy, so, daddy, sorry. But yeah, this album really <laughs> fucking sucks. It's really a bummer. It's the worst, it's it's the worst it's, they've done since Ratitude, which we're going to do on this show. And it's so fucking cheesy, like the artificial kind of like, whoop-a-doop, Margaritaville, fucking, yeah. you know, like, what is... What what universe does this exist in? It has that. Um, They're such fucking dads. It has that sample in the background. Just be a dad. Of like the high pitched voice going like ah, 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 and it's like why is that a defining aspect of this generation of pop music? Why why does every pop song have to have that like high pitched like in the background? Like 
every time I go to a fucking uh, uh, H&M, it's like, <laughs> I just hear that get. over and over That's again. what you get for going to an H&M. Oh, they have this cheap is music. Clothes. This is music to go to H&M too. This is music to be in a supermarket line yes, too. Yes, but it's a bummer you know? because it's Weezer But that used it. to be a good band, but we need to let it go. 1996 was a fucking long time ago, and it's time to say that Weezer's bad. Sorry. Hot take. Mic drop. All right. We had Shit's a good terrible. time seeing them play the Blue Album yeah, at Riot playing, Fest. Keywords, playing the Blue Album. <laughs> Next. <laughs> All right, this song this is... is uh, Arcade Fire with Electric Blue off the album Everything Now. That's Maroon 7.5. I just. (laughs) Maroon 19 and a half. (laughs) Um, I just don't get it. Uh, I I was never a big Arcade Fire fan, but. Who really is a big Arcade Fire fan? Because there's a lot of. They're a beloved band. By who? By, you know, a lot of white people. (laughs) Okay, let's, okay. (laughs) A lot of white people our age, actually. 2017, the year that white people should have learned to take a fucking seat, but apparently didn't. (laughs) But I remember when Funeral came out, which, God, was like, what, like 14 years ago now or something? Yeah, that's another thing. All of these bands are old. They're all old. This is all just fucking old. Yeah, and this is really... Nothing new to say. This is them grasping... Uh, fruitlessly at relevance with this album, they're, but it's weird because they're so off the mark. If they think that they're gonna become relevant again in 2018 or 2017 by doing new with disco a, with a with a disco punk. It's, this there's nothing died, punk about this. This should died the first this. time LCD sound system broke up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so bad. Uh, it's but it's it's boringly blandly bad. It's bad in the same way that all those other songs that you hear on the radio are bad because it, it it's just it's music to do laundry to, you know? It just kind well, of fades. I would argue that like early at Arcade Fire is music to do laundry to, but it's yeah. like Actually this is like too grating. This is too grating yeah. to do laundry to. It's like gentle it's like the, soothing, you know, uh kind of beautiful warm feeling uh, oh, a beautiful like, warm feeling. Yeah, there's a beautiful, there's a beautiful warm feeling you get listening to Funeral, even though I don't even really particularly care for that album. It is like they have a vibe, and there's n- that vibe is nowhere on this album. If you like the Arcade Fire, if you're one of those people in current year who still like Arcade Fire, yeah, this doesn't sound this like is not. They're, they're really not going like... to get anything from this. No, this is another one where it's like, who was who was this made for? Right. Why? It sounds like it definitely seems to me like they and like the video is like similarly like baffling. It's just the the singer that just like Elaine fla- Elaine Bemis flailing yeah, yeah. around in like a parking lot with like you know it's like Ugh, we're all too old for this. <laughs> we're just too old for this. Yeah, that's the the recurring theme of the day is you're all too old for you're this. All too you need old to for stop. This. And like you can do like. Okay, I'm not trying to be ageist because you can be old as fuck and make masterpieces yeah, like Bowie. fucking Bowie Blackstar. I was just about to say, and like there's there's plenty of other examples. You know Johnny Cash, like fucking you can you can be old as fuck and be making relevant, uh, incisive, um, interesting, fucking radical music as an old person. But this is not. Yeah, or you could, it. or you could go and meet with the twenty guys who write every pop song and have them write <laughs> your new album. And just fucking sign your which, soul over to them, and that's uh, apparently the fucking thing to do because that's I don't I don't know I'm not going to accuse the arcade. I didn't look at the credits on this album. I don't know if they wrote this themselves or if they worked with songwriters. Definitely Portugal the Man wrote with songwriters. Definitely Weezer wrote with other songwriters. Uh, Arcade Fire, I feel like they probably did. But How many assholes does it take to screw in a fucking pop song in 2017? If you do look these albums up on Wikipedia, you see the it's, same names pop up over and over again in the song. It's the committee. Credits. And it's so exhausting, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> as, as Eminem would say, it's exhaustive. It's exhaust. No, no, he would say, it's exhaustive. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to... Wait, we're, spoiler alert. Yeah, you gotta cut this out. I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> no, spoil. <laughs> All right. Um... So yeah, this fucking song feels like it's six hours long, and I'm I'm already uh, over it. Shall we? Yeah. Oh wait. So uh, what's the next one? Oh uh, yeah. Speaking of uh, 
<laughs> Band that should have stopped a long time ago. Oh, oh, and here we are. And here we are. Oh, it's not even the song I was thinking of, but yep. this band but also, also should have stopped. It's still relevant. Still, <laughs> still relevant. Still a relevant comment. All right, this is uh, Maroon 5's song Whiskey off their album... Uh... Red Pill Blues. Oh, oh, God. Can we hold on? Before we even get into the song, can we just go into that? The fact that they would have fucking called their album the Red Pill Blues without, without apparently knowing what that reference is, like the alt-right fucking men's rights fucking garbage on fucking reddit so that's also the whitest thing i've ever heard and then on top of that the fucking red pill blues like when i think about bands or people that are that are really burdened by the their wokeness i really think of maroon five (laughs) (laughs) like what the fuck red pill blue it's so hard that i learned the truth but in sub behind the matrix man i got the blues it's so hard being fucking I don't know what Adam the, Levine. Yeah, I don't know what they That's could be what they were referencing. That's I know, were... but if you listen to the lyrics on the album, it's just talking about fucking and breaking up, you know? Like, it's very simple shit. <laughs> they saw behind the curtain, man. All right, this song is called fucking Whiskey, I, I guess. Would have waited a thousand nights if she never said goodbye. I admit that I would have sold my soul for a little more time. You said child. To forget her, but now I smile, but now I remember. <laughs> okay. So we don't. All get right, the, Bruno. <laughs> we don't get the the hook on there. The. Uh, and kiss me. I was so young. We Tish, was, kiss me, me like, like whiskey. <laughs> and it, it, it it sounds like a country western fucking pop rap track. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Yeah, it's the, I don't the, know what the, the definition between genres is anymore. The whole pop landscape right now is this weird fusion of like eighties synth pop, synth pop with <laughs> trap music. Oh yeah, with like this... little flourishes of James Blake uh, yeah. vocal manipulations, and, this and it's song... all being done by past their prime white dorks who have no business doing this at no. all. And yeah, and like white dudes passed far past their prime, if you could even say that Maroon 5 had a prime, because I don't think that's possible. But this song features ASAP Rocky, which we also didn't include. He's like super auto-tuned to shit and and sounds, you know, as bored as all of all of us do. Um, but it yeah, I mean like also can you just uh, Maroon 5 featuring ASAP Rocky. Like, does that say everything that needs to be said about this fucking song? <laughs> about our fucking musical landscape right now? Well, fuck I, Maroon 5? Like, <laughs> well, Maroon 5, I mean, they've always been fucking with hip, you know, like, didn't they do. He did uh, yeah, Hurt, they're like Hurt Justin, Him Say. Justin on, Timberlake White. He did Hurt Him Say on the uh, second Kanye album. Ugh. <laughs> Adam Levine, you know what? Adam Levine does have a good voice. But no, he, he just I, I think he sounds out on this album. No, he sounds like he's edging throughout the into his entire singing career, his entire trajectory of everything. He's like, right about to come. And then he just, <laughs> and just <laughs> dangling on the precipice, and never, never anybody ever getting satisfied. So, <laughs> uh, um. yeah, it's bad. It's this is Maroon Five featuring Maroon Eight. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, I, I I liked the clip that we picked because I feel like that's actually Adam Levine. He's trying to do like an ASAP Rocky flow. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's failing. Yeah, he's failing uh, bad. <laughs> but yeah, there's a few songs in this album that just sound like Adam Le- like um, those really lame. Like it's weird where they kind of meet in the middle of Adam Levine is a pop artist and he's trying to do little hip hop things and it sounds just like Drake when he tries to do little pop things like they're meeting in the middle the middle of the ro- the middle of the road <laughs> is, wait is that a Maroon 5 song Oh no I'm just saying the middle of the road meaning as oh, it's meaning the the milk path toast. of least resistance milk toast garbage yeah yeah, yeah they're meeting <clears throat> At the middle of the road. Yeah, it's, um, just, it's just frustrating seeing these, these trends Maroon play out. Also, Maroon Five. Theoretically, there's five people in this band, but every other one besides Adam Levine is completely like interchangeable with like an electronic, like a pre-recorded track. Oh yeah, all these like, bands. There's at no this point, the rest of the band. Same is... with Weezer. Like who can like who and 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 the next band that we're gonna talk about is just completely been usurped by the ego of its uh, front man. Yeah, all these band, the the band the rest of the band becomes like other faces to put in the music videos for you know uh, different shot composition because they're not the the music is all being made by 
the songwriters, the 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 producers they work with and shit. You the know, committee. like the committee. The fucking committee. Someone. Uh, I know. It's fucking committee. I know. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Um, so should we get on with it? Should we get on with the next one? Because yeah, this next again, one, those we're four about... songs were all Maroon Five, <laughs> and now <laughs> and now another band that's just become the lead, the a lead caricature of itself. <laughs> this is uh, the Flaming Lips with "There Should Be Unicorns" off from of... the album. I think it's pronounced Oxy Melody. Oxy Melody. Great. Yeah. Yes, that was uh, Wayne Coyne saying uh, there should be naked slaves. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that was mm-hmm. that was what you heard. That's yep. what there that's, should be. That's the lyrics. Yep. There should be burning sun. This is his And utopia. there should be, yeah. Can this we is, pull up the, ly- the lyrics of this song are so. They're really horrible. This is, this is bar none the worst lyrics of 2017. Yeah, so I will say that originally Mike had uh, had ranked this as the second least worst. Because this is, oh yeah, we should be, we should be right now, this is straight up in the middle. This is the fifth, no, it's the sixth worst. Okay, um, originally it was the ninth worst, and I had to I had to really push it up there because the Flaming Lips are a good band. I want to say that they're a good band. Well, they yeah, I right? mean, they're for a, good a long time. Band. But I feel like even still, like we've seen them live, they're fucking incredible. Yeah. Like I, I want to love what they do. And this is just the laziest, most fucking insipid, garbage fucking drivel. It is the whole song is that exact same monotone, phoned in nonsense, and then just rambling, like again, like you know, in in with no enthusiasm, listing off there should be unicorns and there should be naked slaves. And I am literally thinking about it as if it's like Wayne Coyne in a boardroom talking about upcoming specs for for you know new music videos he's like okay well there's gonna be <laughs> unicorns and then there's gonna be you know it's just like let's just layer it with more and more and more accoutrements rather than having any substance underneath and it's fucking annoying i'm looking at I, the lyrics right now so i don't even know what the flaming lips is anymore it's like you what know the fuck is there's, it? this album has no like guitar or or drums and it's like not i'm not trying band. to sound and like an old man here but it has no guitar it has no drums it has like no melodies but in the music video they have these like silhouetted like dreadlocked dudes again like who knows who's in the band at this point and just like illuminated and neon like wailing on some drums and it's like there's no drums in this song like i don't know what he's fucking wailing on yeah and you think back to like a song like race for the prize when it kicks in with a and the huge uh, drums, they like they had good. a huge sound. It's epic, and like at this point, uh, it's it's just uh, they're just laughing in our fucking faces, man. It's just Wayne Coyne just jerking himself off. <laughs> yeah, Wayne Coyne. I my note it, because from the video, the video you should definitely watch um, really? to get. Well, no, don't. But like, if you want to get the full kind of like what this song is trying to be about. It's basically just like a burning man fever dream the entire time. But like, dude, this is why reasonable people eventually stop taking acid. Like, we get it. Like, you did LSD a couple, you know, I'm sure Terrence McKenna is the most brilliant philosopher you've ever thought about. And, you know, Burning Man's incredible and fucking, you know, free love forever. And like, (laughs) Miley Cyrus sucked your cock, so (laughs) that's probably fun. Oh, she certainly did. Oh, for sure. Uh, Um, That, oh man, that album was really bad too. The, oh the yeah, Miley that Cyrus was album that he really, wrote. really. Yo, bad. we should do that episode. Actually, that, that's a great one. That. That's yeah. a great one. But yeah, Wayne Coyne has just become a Halloween costume of himself. Like he's just wearing a Wayne Coyne outfit in this in this video. He's got these inflatable rainbow fairy wings and just it's. And I'm not a fucking square for saying it's too much. It's. Too well, they much. and they they know it's bad though. Like they don't. We've seen them live, yeah. a couple times, like kind of recently, and they just play shit from like the uh, 
the soft parade and Yoshimi and like uh, um, were with the Mystics. I feel like they maybe they'll play like one song off the Terror or something, which was actually right. pretty good. Like the last couple albums before this were also just Wayne Coyne kind of jerking off on Robitussin next to like a you know Daigle reflecting pool. But like uh, <laughs> that is that is like the lyrics of the song. <laughs> Look, yeah, there. Hold on, this is a quote. Yeah, there should be Dayglow strippers, ones from the Amazon, some edible butterflies we put ketchup on, some motorcycle stunts that always crash, and if the police show up, we'll bribe them into helping us steal the light of love from the rainbow sluts that live no. next door. Stop it. How old are you, Wayne Coyne? You're too stop. fucking old for you it. That's how stopped. old you are. You're too fucking old for it. And also, That's how old you are. Stop just, it. I also gotta say Cut about it this out. album. If Cut it out. Stop it. Everyone Google the album cover for this album. Oh, it's it's weird. It's O-C-Z-Y is the first word, and then M-L-O-D-Y is the second word. Google that fucking album cover and just weep with me at, at, at the fact that Flaming Lips have broken a three-decade-long streak of great album covers with this brown oh, it's really MS bad. paint. What the fuck is it? What is it? What are they? What is happening? Like this, the album cover alone is is evidence that like Wayne Coyne needs help. Yeah, I think there exactly. There's a lot of interventions that need to be had over these fucking egocentric, narcissistic, boring ass, past their prime white dude frontmen that just should have been escorted to their respective pastures years ago. And it sucks, though, because the Flaming Lips, they're, I know. They're, they're really good. We wanted to... They're really good. We wanted to like you guys, but God fucking damn it, you make but it But they know this sucks. They don't play any of this live. Like, no. So what's the point of doing it in the first place? It's cash a check? Are you making money off of this? I can't imagine anyone fucking bought this album. Speaking of cashing a check, <laughs> we gotta move on to the next song here, which is... Oh, oh no. <laughs> it's... Oh, no. This makes me... Another beloved... Ah! And people from three beloved oh, musical my... acts just <laughs> tossing their careers in the trash. <laughs> let's hear it. Yeah. Let's fucking let's Prophets of Rage, it. Legalize Me, from the self-titled debut album <laughs> of fucking Prophets of Rage. Heather, you're over there laughing. I'm just mad. <laughs> I'm so upset that this happens. Get free. Get free. Like, Legalize could you, me. Could you be any less convincing? Like, you know how, like, you know, Public Enemy, their, their whole fucking uh, iconography was like this, like, raised fist. Well, so is Rage and, Against the Machine. And that's what I'm saying. This is the limpest fist I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> like, they're like, get free, yeah, whatever, okay, whatever. Uh, like, let's go get uh, pizza, all right. Well, <laughs> like, it's just, all the ideas are just so bad, too. Like, the fact oh my God. That, that they put the wah-wah pedal on uh, wow, wow. on his vocals. Yeah, and that's they, Be Real, that's right? Be, that's that's the, Be Real from, from Cypress, Cypress Hill. Hill. Which, and Heather, also, we've seen Cypress Hill, and they were, we're good. great, yeah. Um, we've seen Public Enemy, and, and they, they were, were great. good, yeah. Yeah. But, and, and Rage Against the Machine, I never got to see, but I'm sure they were great, because I loved Rage Against the Machine back in the day, but... the. The execution is so garbage oh for God. people so, so we talented. Listen, we watched the live video of it, and oh, it's, it's even worse. fucking worse. Because you have Be Real that's like auto-tuned to shit going. And not auto-tuned. No, he's got like a wah pedal on his vocals. Vocals. <sighs> it's so bad. And like they just all look so unhappy. And it's just Tom Morello in like the deepest, the deepest like squat lean, like trying like to play his guitar and be like, yeah, we're dangerous. Like it's just again in 2017 where we needed so much from our heroes. These were our fucking heroes. Heroes. Everybody wanted this shit to work. Okay, this was no Lulu. Alright. <laughs> I mean, people wanted that to work too, but this is like, okay, this could work. It makes sense. Everybody on paper 
it would make fucking sense for this to work out so well. And, it, and they just let us down. And they're, they're whole legalized me. Yeah, it's just so whack. Whoa. You're talking about like, oh, they smoke in Colorado. Oh, great. Yeah, you wrote a song about how like Dude, legalizing I, weed. That's real fun. I'm ready this to, is what I'm, happens I'm, when you legalize weed. Yeah, Jeff Sessions was right. <laughs> Jeff Sessions, hot take. <laughs> <laughs> Jefferson Bjorgon Sessions was right all along. Yeah, fucking make weed illegal after the song. I don't. I. I. I'm ready for it. I. I don't. I don't want to live under a fucking uh, in a society where this. This is legal. This shit should be fucking illegal. It's garbage. It's terrible. Like I thought, Audio Slave was a bummer. Oh my god, when Audio yeah. Slave came out. But you know what? I this go back and listen to Audio Slave now. Worse than Audio this Slave. Way worse. That's Audio true. Slave is actually kind of like they got some dope riffs here and there. This yep. is embarrassing. This is fucking yep. somehow it's I'm so bummed I lived to see the day that Rage Against the Machine became the bands that were half assedly emulating them out in Western Mass right. in the hippie basements like, I'm of thinking UMass about, like, when we were at college fucking forever ago. <laughs> like they became outer styly. Oh my god. I like like I'm thinking of like them crooked vultures, like for example, of like you know, like not that any of their songs were particularly like super memorable, but they that was a good collab. Yeah, like, that it was a good sounded super group. fucking good. It was a super group that, again, made sense on paper and actually made sense when performed because you didn't try to fucking give them these cheesy. Th- I I said this is the audio equivalent of saying realize, realize, realize. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is this is a Spencer's gifts fucking like commercial. It's so. Bad. It definitely really bums me out because I was actually excited when I heard about this me collaboration. Me too. Um, I used to when Zach De La Roca first quit the band. I was I remember saying like, oh, they should get Chuck D. I think Chuck D's a good match to Rage Against the Machine. Maybe he was back when Zach De La Roca quit the band. You know, maybe it would have worked then. Chuck but D is, does these not guys look are convinced. Just too... Nobody sounds convinced. Nobody is committed to this. It's not even that they can't rap well anymore i don't i don't know it's they don't care it's just like a and failure. this is the thing is it's that nobody nobody was forcing them to do this like i don't understand if you weren't all in cuz it feels like they were just not committed to this project like you know if you're not all in then don't do it but like what if this nobody's was making you do this all? what if this was them giving it their all what if that's like i know be real has written a lot of songs about smoking weed yep <laughs> But this and? is the best you can come up with now is uh, they smoke in Colorado. Colorado. Yeah, it sounds like fucking Blue Monday, actually. And I medicate <laughs> all day or something. Like, it's oh, like, yeah. it's a parody of itself. You guys, <laughs> why? Why did you do this do to better, your legacy? Do better or this is, don't do it. This is a don't worse, do it. This is a worse, you know, smearing of all of these people's legacy than Lulu. Yeah, it's really bad. Okay. We should move on because I'm done. <laughs> I'm fucking done with this shit. Right. I'm not putting in more effort into fucking critiquing their garbage than they did with fucking putting out the song. All right, fair. <laughs> in, in that case, these next four songs, I don't, I don't think we deserve any commentary, but here we are anyway. This is uh, MGK, also known as Machine Gun Kelly, with his track 27 off the album uh, Bloom. With the little thorns coming through his oh, hand yeah. from the roses. So deep, so deep. <laughs> I'm supposed to write a song when I'm famous and all the pain is created. I need to overdose on inspiration. 27. Why don't you just go home? I came right now, I'm a rolling stone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we had to, um,. We had to like kind of splice sounds... two different parts together because we wanted you to hear both the bad country rap aspects and the and the bad the beginning rap of the aspects. like guitar solo. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Like what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it sounds like Big and Rich. Yo, this album's weird because it's like it's seventeen songs and most of them the album is like bad rap, and then for the last like five songs, five or six songs, he just does straight country. Uh, c- c- pop country like 
ballads. That's how we end it's the so album. It's so fucked up. Yeah, exactly. Machine Gun Kelly is... This is, and the whole song is about him, like, you know, I, if I die at 27, at least I'll be a legend. Like, yeah, when no. I think of fucking legends, I really think of Machine Gun Kelly, like, fire spitter from fucking Cleveland. <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah, this is point, like, this is exactly, like, <laughs> exhibit A for why they shouldn't let people from Cleveland make music. <laughs> mean but it's not if any if we could do anything to avoid this shit i would do it i would go back in time i'd do some sort of fucking butterfly effect garbage just to make sure that this record never saw the light of day because it is it's some ed sheeran hip pop fucking macklemore like it's like machine gun kelly like wishes that he was macklemore and macklemore might have been the other wackest motherfucker of 2017 so i don't even know i had to choose between this and macklemore to put on the list because you can't put them both like i don't want to make we already made people listen to five maroon five songs like (laughs) i don't want to but i think this was worse mgk was was worse than the Macklemore. Like, MGK, well, is, a, M- MGK M- is a wannabe Macklemore. Can you which, imagine that's being that? the lamest fucking thing. Okay, a comment on the YouTube video for this said, quote, MGK is so much like Tupac talking about his own death like a brave inspiration, end quote. <laughs> <laughs> People fucking think... <laughs> so much like Tupac, what a brave inspiration. <laughs> that's either... That's either a troll, like a no, bad no, troll. No, no, it was very or, serious. A, or a, 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 a 10-year-old. <laughs> like, Just, uh, by also, the time you're 13, you already realize that's bullshit. This is a 10-year-old. <laughs> what, yeah, what is also, what inspires you to just fucking, like, shove a guitar solo awkwardly into the middle of, like, this sad sack rap ballad? Like, just because just you can? Heather, and there were so many other candidates on this album, I gotta say. This, this was... I, because I was kind of keeping a running list, like, you know, if something was really bad, I would listen to the whole song, and then the next, I would go to the next song, and, like, if it wasn't as bad as that one, I'd keep going, but I had, like, a running list of, like, six or seven songs in this album that were all, like, equally bad, and I couldn't decide which one to use, like, I settled on 27, but honestly, this album is fucking garbage, it's this really album, bad. Bloom is, I've never, it's the first full... Uh, Machine Gun Kelly album I've listened to. Uh, the only, the only Machine Gun yeah. Kelly I've heard and, before this. And the this. last. I'm not. I, this isn't good enough to be bad, and or I mean, it's bad enough to be bad, but it's not good enough to be fun. You know, my introduction to Machine Gun Kelly was when he uh, came out and did the um, performance at uh, WrestleMania 27, <laughs> <laughs> and he came out and he said, uh, he came he came out and he said that I'm an underdog. And you know who else is an underdog? John Cena. That's why he's going to win. And it's like... Dog. <laughs> John Cena won like 95% of his matches that year. Uh, and you are well, nothing least... like John Cena, buddy. <laughs> at least somebody... You're wrong wants... in two ways. At least somebody won something. Um, nobody's a winner here with this song or with this album or with Machine Gun Kelly. Isn't it crazy that people like Machine Gun Kelly, though? No. Like, of everything we've played so far. No, I've... Again, this was... 2017 wasn't, but 2016 was the year that we fucking elected Trump president. I don't think that anything is beyond the realm. Do you think <laughs> Do you think that there's a, in the Venn diagram of Trump voters and MGK listeners <laughs> that they, they all it's meet a circle. in the middle? It's a circle. <laughs> 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 oh man! Uh, All right. Well, it's that's bad. Let's <laughs> wait. Is anyone who listens to MGK old enough to vote? Oh, they're old enough, but they're, they're they that, definitely don't vote. <laughs> they're that super conservative Generation Z I keep hearing about. This kind of wait. What is this? Gonna, yeah, the, didn't you hear that? Like the the young generation now is like the most conservative in since like the fifties or something. Oh yeah, that we like don't believe in democratic institutions and like think it's fine if we have like authoritarianism. Yeah, like that's the no that's the kid, that's the the kids. Well, now we're yeah, we're just slowly conditioning people to you know accept accept Trump uh, and misery, accept MGK, accept misery as a way of life, and that's what we have done. Are we contributing to that and uh, make it stop, or are we like oh shit, busting? Play the next song. I don't <laughs> want right, right, uh, Me neither. All right. Oh god, you really want me to play this because this I, is I don't Hollywood know. Undead. Hollywood Undead Riot from the album oh. V. Yeah. With that eye in the tiger, cornrows banging 
Like 35. He was also, also this, t- talking about his cornrows popping out of the side of his visor. <laughs> wearing a visor in current year. <laughs> and cornrows. Is he Riff Raff? <laughs> uh, no, don't don't sully the good name of Riff Raff by comparing him to Hollywood Undead. Actually, Riff Raff was another one that didn't quite make the cut. Why didn't Riff Raff make the cut of bad albums? It was too good. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It wasn't. Hot takes. I don't know. Like, the thing, like, like. It's fine. It's fine. I can't, I can't bring myself to put like I feel like there's this this part, portion of the rap game right now that's like kind of self aware meme rappers, and I don't want to put like a Riff Raff or a Lil B or any of them on the list because I feel like they're they're doing a a, a neat postmodern thing that I respect, even though. Okay, Riff- but- Nobody here is doing a neat postmodern thing that we respect. No, Hollywood not, Undead Hollywood definitely undead, no. definitely triggered my fucking broken side PTSD. Yes. It was like it was like instant Stockholm syndrome. Like, let's start a riot. It's like, like if Broken Side were even bigger posers because <laughs> they're talking about. They got all these lines in the songs about shooting guns and yeah, and like cooking and crack like, and shit. And yeah. it's like, what are you fucking talking about? Like, your name is Ethan. You have never fired a gun at a human, and no. the only time you've ever been fired on is a t-shirt gun at a NASCAR race. Oh my god, <laughs> that goes for everyone in, in the fucking Hollywood Undead. I almost called them Broken Side. It just, yeah, exactly, exactly. It just sounds like Monster Energy drinks feel. <laughs> Also, all of the people in this band wear masks, and I totally understand why. (laughs) It is not hard to believe. So I was actually introduced to Hollywood Undead um, when I was at UMass in college. How long ago was that, Heather? Ten years ago. Ten years ago. Uh, Yeah, no, I think it was about, like, nine years ago. I was in this, like, media – I was a communications major, so I was in this class about media studies. And um, (laughs) – Behind every successful podcast is a team of communications majors. <laughs> it's true. Um, no, but I had to do this group project. We had to do a project about um, viral marketing uh, and how it would. And for us, we had to talk about viral marketing and music, uh, and and how bands had used uh, viral marketing, you know, to, to their advantage. And so, I got paired up with kind of this meathead dude. And I, of course, being a uh, hipster scumbag, wanted to do t- uh, the the r- Radiohead in Rainbows, which had just come out, and uh, it was a very successful viral marketing campaign. Yeah, they released yeah. it unexpectedly. They, this, they did it Lemonade before Lemonade. They released yeah. it for free or for name your own price on their website, un- unplanned, like on a random day, um, with no label. And the meathead dude they paired me up with was like, "All right, well, I want to talk about Hollywood Undead because." <laughs> Because they fucking did their shit, oh my you know, God. in the underground, Wait, too. You got, you got strong-armed into doing a Hollywood Undead, yes. a, a scholarly I, work. I did a project in college <laughs> on Hollywood Undead. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, because they came up through the underground, and they even, like, I think it was, I think it's like they had, like, a fake story, because I, I think I think they were just put together by of course they were. Roadrunner Records or some shit, you know, oh. like, you know... They, they are at least thirty. They're still doing this shit. This they, is, this is still happening. This is still happening. God fucking damn it! Like I, ugh. there's so many things that are still happening in 2017 that shouldn't. Um, but this is this is one of the top of this my list. This is one of them. This is definitely one of them. We gotta do a Hollywood Undead album. On this podcast, like there's a lot of bands coming up. We got to do their albums. We got to do Weezer. Know, we have a Ratitude. lot going on. We got to do Hollywood Undead because uh, Hollywood Undead. Like we keep, you know, when we rate the albums. We always say, "How does this compare to Broken Side?" Because Broken Side was the worst thing we'd ever heard to that point. Yeah, I think Hollywood Undead has a chance to be as bad as Broken Side. Yeah, I would say so. They're not 
quite as misogynistic, but I may, mm. again, this is just a taste. So we'll leave that to you, Stoppies, whatever you would decide to inflict upon us later. I mean, we have a whole 2018 ahead for us yeah. to dig deep into that. So, we ain't stopping, right. Stoppies. We're not stopping Stoppies, even though uh, our doctors have advised us that it is better for <laughs> our fucking health. All right, we're going to play this next song, which is the second worst song of the year, according to us on the Make It Stop podcast. This is Joan of Arc with Smooshed That Cocoon. From the album, He's Got the Hold, This Land is Your Land in His Hands. You heard that correctly, I guess. <laughs> yep. Then what? That's it. <laughs> Let's begin. And it goes on like that for and five minutes. Five minutes long. I gotta give him props. This is the first uh, song on the list. That no, is you the don't. First you don't have to give anybody props. <laughs> I just gotta say, this is the first song on the list, which is the first song on the album. They front-loaded their album with the worst song. Um, this it is starts... Joan... The first songs on the album are what the fuck. <laughs> yeah, the first words are, are what the fuck. I agree. This is a side project of um, Mike Kinsella from um, uh, uh, Cap'n Jazz. Uh, Which Cap'n Jazz, we... Again, we saw them this year, and they were fucking Fest, incredible. just like every other band we've talked about I know, today. I know, but it was... <laughs> hey, it's... That's where washed-up musicians go to play. Yep, and some of them are great. And, and, and fucking Cap'n Jazz was great. They were super fun live. They were yeah. excellent. And this is just like, we don't want to be fun. We yeah. don't, don't want to be musicians anymore. And it's like, you know, fine. Don't be. But don't just bang on Fisher-Price keyboards and, and sound like a fucking child having an acid trip. Like, it's not cute. Like, later on in the song, they have all these fucking stupid lyrics, you know? Like, my forehead is a tongue and my tongue is my asshole. And like, My tongue whatever. is a flower. My tongue is a flower. Yeah, fucking apples are birds. Feed are pizza. Like, nothing matters. This song is acceptable. Like, it's not. It's not acceptable. Yeah. And things do matter. And I... Again, we're living in in a nightmarish, dystopian, you know, fucking simulation that like could literally blow up into nuclear war in any second. Like, why make art that doesn't matter at all? What that ma- that doesn't even matter to you? Because it's obvious that you didn't fucking give a shit about anybody when you released that trash. You know this isn't good. You know this isn't good, right? Well. I don't know, because Mike Kinsella is fucking crazy. Heather, as you'll recall, he's quite an inscrutable fellow. When he was on the stage, he kept saying weird shit and just being weird. And when he plays with Joan, uh, with uh, Captain Jazz, they're playing songs that were written 15, yeah, 20 years ago. Yeah, songs with parameters. These songs, so in the, in the 15 or 20 years since Captain Jazz, I guess this is what Mike Kinsella has been up to. You know, I guess this is his thing. But I think someone's got to get that chaosolator pad out of his hands because he's fucking drunk. Don't you know? Like someone keep an eye on Mike because uh, this shit is this really whole, disturbing. That has been the common thread of almost all of these songs. So we've, we're like, please get help. Like we're actually yeah, like we're, someone stop these guys. We we were all rooting for you until you did this instead of therapy. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is. I will give this song props again. I know you don't want me to give it props, but it Please is. Don't. Uh, it doesn't sound like Maroon Five. All right. Well, that's true. It does not sound like Maroon Five. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I you know can't argue with that. We'll give it that. Okay. It's. <laughs> It's time. It's time. It's time. My little A drum stop. roll, please. A drum roll. For the this worst is... album. Of the 20... worst song. 2017. Eminem. Untouchable. From the <laughs> album Revival. Stuck in a time war to me As I kick these facts and get these mixed reactions As this beat back spins It's like we're drifting back in To the 60s happen Black skin is whiskey Cause this keeps happening This keeps happening I imagine that so much It feels more like a memory This is Minorities in it Please 
this album is Eminem Parmesan cheese. doing Hamilton. This is Eminem saw <laughs> Eminem Hamilton. Hamilton. There's a Jezebel article about it confirming Eminem saw Hamilton, and after he saw Hamilton, it, I believe it was in 2016. Oh my he, god! He, that's the only explanation I can think of. This album is full. This whole out, like, all right. So this song, right, let's talk about this song first because we and played then we it. can get into Eminem because we we both have long and complex histories with Eminem, yeah. right? So okay, talk about the song. Uh, so this is woke Eminem. This is woke Eminem. This is a couple decades late. Minorities are having black skin is risky. Yeah, what I really need to do right now is I, you know, what I'm missing in terms of my my scholarly, you know, my woke education, my 2017 syllabus. It really requires fucking Eminem lecturing me about white privilege. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's what I need. Well, he can't. He, <laughs> It's hard. I can't just talk about this one song. You gotta go to the whole context of everything because he did that the oh. BET cipher that every uh. fucking white liberal shit their pants about. Oh my god, he's like, so brave. Oh. He's so brave. And it was best him being like, you know, Trumpy Wumpy, Poopy Doopy, <laughs> like Little Poopy. Should I pour this hot co- cup of coffee yeah, on Donald Trump? I don't know if I should, sir. You know, <laughs> he's okay. The cadence, the cadence, the mm. emphasis on the different syllables is like so. Not only is it substanceless, right? <sighs> but it's it's so it's so holier than thou. It's so sanctimonious. It's fucking, you know. Eminem figured it all out. What it turns out, what what Eminem figured out is that if he can't use you know, fucking gay slurs, and he has nothing else to fucking say. He doesn't okay? use gay slurs anymore, but he said retarded in like every song on this album. Yep, and he still made rape jokes. You know, yep. fucking referencing oh, yeah. like Bill, Bill Cosby. Cosby, blah 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 yeah. blah, 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 blah blah. But this album is <laughs> is interestingly bad because it it really it's I I swear to God he's doing fucking Hamilton. I swear to God he's doing Hamilton because it's every they've got all these like uh uh you know synth and piano very epic compositions and every song is about like him looking internally and being like i need to write the better rhymes to be the best and it's like it's like dude if you're spending all this fucking mental energy and anxiety on thinking about how you fucking like missed your peak and that like you're you're just desperately clinging to this like old image of what you used to be maybe that's actually what you're doing i'm just looking (laughs) for the verses that i haven't written yet well like like, oh well you're not writing them so maybe just stop maybe just just fucking stop you have enough money for lifetimes eminem you have so much fucking money just go be a dad go be a 45 year old dad that's what you are that's what you are stop fucking rehashing these tired old fucking tropes and trying to reinvent yourself in a fucking in a society that has long since surpassed you yeah we just are not there like listen eminem for me taught me how to rap i was a young angry white boy growing up in the suburbs and was like fucking you know eminem was my hero and i grew up listening to eminem and obviously there's so much problematic shit and what he said super fucked up shit that i was aping and emulating but it it was was still fucked but the the point is is that i learned about like internal rhyme schemes and learned about like you know delivery and flow and the but the the he lost he lost all of that sort of effortless flow. Like this is a fully um, strained like performance. Like every yeah. single after the syllable. Eminem show, it was like the the the, the pills just we took over, and he and guess what? Pills are boring, and so are you, Eminem. And he started doing the weird. First, he did all right. Like let's do Eminem history here because before he, we got to this point. There's been so many other bad permutations of Eminem in different various ways. Because, all right, after the Eminem show, he came out with Encore, where he was obsessed with doing this Triumph the Comic Insult Dog accent. Ugh. Like, weird. Do the accent! Like, on all, his, on all his songs. And he continued doing that. I don't know. I think he was trying to do, like, an Arabic voice, maybe? Like, a very stereotypical Arabic yeah. voice. And he did that uh, all over that album, which I think he doesn't even remember making. It's, like, his station to station. And then he came out, he, like, was good done for a while. Encore was supposed to be his last album. I wish it was. I wish it was. And then he was. came out with, um... I don't want to see this... Relapse! He came out with Relapse, oh. which was, I think, the worst Eminem album. Uh, where he continued to do that and was still doing really obnoxious raps. He did a song about, like... Basically, like, sexually harassing Mariah Carey, which I think happened in real life. Or no, 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 they dated. That's right. It was, it was like, he made, like, a Kim song about Mariah Carey. 
the and point he just is, keeps going. He keeps going. Is that he, he should going. again, like many of the artists that we've talked about today, he should have stopped a long time ago. He does not have anything fucking interesting to say, and what he's doing is just copy and pasting these these phoned in corny pop pop choruses from like pink and like alicia keys and then like doing these like super hyperventilating staccato like overly exaggerated um just throwing syllables in that shouldn't exist that that shouldn't have been there in the first place and not saying anything interesting or important or radical at all and like eminem for all of his problematic shit he was actually very you know um he did have a lot of like incisive commentary i would say about like the bush administration yeah, and and about he had that song you know poverty. white white america was a, it was a pretty good song off of uh the eminem show and stuff like that like he has talked about you know <coughs> whiteness and privilege and shit in a way that hasn't come off as just this cloying saccharine fucking embarrassing shit and it's like we again eminem we didn't we don't need your opinion on police brutality right now. <laughs> like, well, especially if his opinion is just like forcing words to into sentences that don't make sense because they rhyme. Into sentences that they sentences that they rhyme, and then we, and then, and yeah, I'm more bothered by the rhyme schemes than by the content. Like, I mean, it's all whack. It, the whole package is whack. And this was uh, it was hard to pick a song from this album because um, so many they're all bad and and like different ways like some of them are like you know like the the song offensive is just him trying to be edgy in like a really you know uh irritating way and then there's the songs that sound like hamilton it's there's the 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 songs where he's just blatantly ripping off run the jewels just he's trying to find a (laughs) coattail to ride and it's weird the coattails he's decided to ride are hamilton and fucking run the jewels well and also when you are like for all intents and purposes eminem was like an inspirational rapper i mean there's so many people who have who have rode his coattails into success and who have like thrived and surpassed you know what yeah. eminem had to offer and no just, in eminem fact has it's just not fact, evolved in fact lin-manuel miranda says that he was inspired by eminem in his vocal delivery in hamilton <laughs> so it's just an ouroboros <laughs> here with uh, but but nobody's happy and i don't think and least of all eminem i mean the whole album like i was listening to some of the other songs they're really there's no joy on this album there's no there's no spark in anything that he's saying it's all very recycled very rehearsed um very phoned in and just overall um you know, a metaphor for 2017, a fucking, (laughs) a lot of uh, delusions of grandeur and uh, disappointment. (laughs) Yeah, this whole list is really just washed up white dudes grasping at relevancy, and it's sad. It's, and and it it makes for bad music, it makes for a bad experience for everyone involved, and I just, I I feel bad. I feel bad for all these guys, you know, like, I know how it feels to, like, make, you know, they want to be able to to make great music again and, and be beloved and 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 ha- cling to the, get back that feeling from their youth and it's just sad that it it's not it's happening. not gonna happen it's no. not happening it's not whether happening. you write you know by committee or you make some weird fucking no- noise found sound album about nope. fucking smushed cocoons nope you're, you're next just year doing it you just check out the new collaboration featuring Eminem featuring Maroon 5 featuring fucking Machine Gun Kelly featuring fucking like <laughs> Portugal the Man Portugal the Man like the Arcade Fire <laughs> it's sad because I don't want to tell these bands to stop I don't want to tell them that they, I do I'm telling I them to stop I don't want to I'm but I can't them. reach any other conclusion I can't reach stop. any other conclusion I think the final conclusion the expiration conclusion... date is you guys are rancid you're rotten it's past the <laughs> don't even get me passed. started on rancid alright hey, listen the new rancid album was good you shut up that's actually true uh, <laughs> I think the ultimate uh, you know the final uh, summation here is that we want all of you guys to just make it fucking stop make it fucking make stop. It stop continue to make it stop into 2018 we gotta wrap up for today those right. were the worst songs of 2017 and and what do we have to look forward to next Mike Dunn? all right so yeah so next week um, I thought that what we should do is 
Um, you know, we've had our, our metal poll. We had a bunch of different polls, different themes. I think we're going to want to see what has, what they have the worst to offer across the pond. We're going to have serve up four bad British albums four for you bad on British the Facebook. Albums. Four bad British albums. Oh, wait, Sorry. should I do my Paul Hollywood? No. We've I, got four bad al- I can't even no, do it. Sad. I've got to be talking Continue. about baking. Uh, all right, but... It's underproved. <laughs> overworked. <laughs> Continue. It's got a good crunch. Uh, we got four albums from across the pond. Uh, we'll have them up on the Facebook and the Twitter and yep. a poll. You tell us which one of these you want to have us review. We got <clears throat> Dizzy Rascal. The Dizzy fifth. Rascal. Dizzy Rascal, who I used to love, but another guy who should have just stopped. Stopped. The Clash. Stop it. Cut the crap. This is the Clash, the Clash. album that Cut they made. The crap. After Mick Jones quit the band, we got Elton John, Victim of Love. Elton John, Victim of Love. Elton John's disco album, much reviled from the late 70s. Yep. And of course, uh, rounding out the list, we have Kelly Osbourne, Shut Up. Kelly Osbourne, Shut Up. So we'll have the poll up. You let us know which one we should do. Give us your react stoppies. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Podbean. Make it stop cast.podbean.com. We're on Facebook. Facebook, Make It Stop Podcast. We are at on the Twitter at Make It Stop Cast. Uh, check us out. We're on iTunes too and Google Play. You can find us anywhere. God help you. Uh, and, and we'll play it out. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Bye. Bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com. Code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.